Welcome to the Create What You Speak podcast. Join me as we have a real-life discussion on how to change your life by changing your thoughts. Remember, question everything, trust yourself, and find your truth. Welcome to the Create What You Speak podcast. My name is Sloan Fremont, and I'm your host. This week, we're going to be talking about dipping out of the matrix. And this is a topic to me that it gets me like going down so many rabbit holes. Like there's just so much to think about and talk about with this. And it's just almost mind blowing to me. Like once I really get into thinking about this, but I wanted to talk about this this week because there's so much going on right now. I mean, I feel like I say that every week, but so this week is no different, but there's so much going on right now. That's really revealing the matrix to us. If you're open to paying attention to that, if you're open to thinking about things from a different perspective, uh, you're probably already seeing this. You may not know what it is or you may not understand really how to define it. But I think after today's show, uh, my intention is that you'll have a little bit more of an understanding and also some thoughts or some ways to manage it and navigate it in your own life. All right, so let's talk. Let's start by talking about what is the Matrix, okay? Obviously, you know the first thing that comes to mind is probably the movie. Um, I think that was back in like 1999, somewhere in there when the first one came out with Keanu Reeves. So, and this episode is not about the movie, okay? There's some pieces of that in here I'm going to talk about just in the beginning, but we're going to actually talk about how this applies to our world right now. So from the movie, the matrix is defined as, and I'm I'm reading this because I like the definition. I think it's easy to understand. The matrix is everywhere. It's all around us. You can see it when you look out your window or when you turn on your television. You feel it when you go to work or you go to church, when you pay your taxes. It's the world that has been pulled over your eyes to blind you from the truth. I think that last sentence, it's the world that has been pulled over your eyes to blind you from the truth. That, that to me is probably the, the, maybe the, I don't know if it's the summary of what the matrix is to me, but I mean, the, to me, the matrix is the system, right? It's, it's society. It's the culture we're, we're brought up in that we become part of it the day we enter this world, right? We don't ask for it. We don't, um, think about having another option. It's just there. It's, it's just there. It's, 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 it operates without really our knowledge. Right. And it defines how we think, how we act and really what we do as humans. Right. And we talk about that a lot on the show about, you, you know, creating your own reality with your thoughts and the matrix is a big part of that. And I think it's, it's, you know, it's, we buy into the system, right. Where TV becomes more important to us than bettering our own lives or, you know, believing that someone else knows more than we do about our own selves, right? Like buying into the, maybe what Hollywood has to say, or these so-called influence or experts have to say, right? Because we were told or we're taught or it's implied that they know better than we do. And I've been talking about that for probably the last few episodes. I, I did an episode called Claim Your Sovereignty. I did one called Free Range Slaves in the Media Plantation. Um, I had another one called Order Taking and False Gods. I talk in a more detail about this 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 topic here. So if you haven't listened to those, I would uh, highly suggest going back and, and listening to those. Those were some of my favorite episodes that I did uh, recently. 
And, um, hopefully you'll find those helpful. But anyway, so back to this, this definition of the matrix, right? It's, it's the, it's our beliefs, it's our cultural norms, attitudes, you know, all of these things, which we're conditioned to be, and it's what we believe to be our reality. And I think when they talk about that in the matrix, that in the definition, it's the world that has been pulled over your eyes to blind you from the truth. I personally think that truth that is blinded from most of us, that's not, um, something that we are, you know, that we believe that can, is even possible for is that truth about our own personal power, right? This truth that we create our reality, our intentions, our thoughts, our beliefs are way more powerful than we often know. And I think this, um, you know, this, this blinding of that truth is a big part of what keeps the matrix in place. And so we're seeing examples right now, well, all over the world, I think, but particularly here in the U.S., we're seeing examples of how this matrix is being shattered with the election that we had here, right? Here we are, end of November, um, still battling this election fraud that's happening. I mean, who would have ever thought in the U.S. that we have Canadian-owned Dominion vote-counting machines used in 28 states in the U.S., and Dominion gets its software from Smartmatic, which is a Delaware company owned by Venezuelans. Then our votes are stored on a server in Frankfurt, Germany, and our votes get actually counted in Barcelona, Spain. I mean, who would have ever thought, like, I think all American citizens would have probably thought that our votes are counted, are stored, and are here in the U.S. And this zigzagging of going through all these other states has allowed, you know, there's so many hands in the cookie jar, right, that there's a feature in this Smartmatic software that allows the system to, users of the system to change the votes. And I'll actually, I'm going to provide a link in the show notes that has an extensive amount of research to back this up. But this is one example of how our matrix is being shattered right now, right? We bought into this ideal or this idea that if we go to the voting booth, that our vote's going to be counted, right? Like our voice is going to be heard. That is one of the things as an American citizen that's like sacred, right? It's important. Like it's something that we we value highly, right? Because we know in other countries, that's not something that they get to do. That's not, you know, maybe that, that, that's not as, um, easily done as it is here. And I I remember in my own life, like when I was first able to vote, like my dad taking me up and having me vote like the first time and like, you know, explaining to me how important this is, right? And that people die for this kind of stuff in other countries. And we are lucky to live here. We are lucky to have this, right? And so I, I think this realization that, wait a minute, that's not actually what has happened in the past, whatever, 20 plus years, right? Like, probably actually since I started voting, right? It's been a sham. It's been mostly a lie. And that's hard to take. I think that's hard to wrap our head around because it's it, there's so many levels of fucked upness there, right? It's like, I, I never I never understood two things. I never understood the importance of not recognizing a leader as I do now. Like in other countries, I would see that happening and I didn't really understand the impact of that or why that was important. And I never understood what people meant when they said both parties were just the same. 
And now I do. Now I see, because this isn't just a party thing, right? This is, or one party. This is all, both parties do this, right? So it's not just one or the other. I mean, I think everybody can agree on a fair and legitimate election, right? We want whatever the results are, so be it, but it better be fair and it better be legitimate. And so we're seeing this, the shattering of the threat now, right? Like we're seeing all of this information come out and everybody's like, wait a minute, what the fuck? Like, this isn't what this was supposed to be. And so that's, you know, that's obviously still in, in process and, and still unfolding. But so back to this topic of dipping out of the matrix. So so let's just say that the matrix doesn't have our best interest in mind, right? It, it's it's it, it often has us going against our very own soul, our very own beliefs, our very own desires, and leading us to believe that, you know, if we've... We'll find more success over there, or you need this, or you're bad, you're wrong, you're damaged in some way. So come over here and let me help fix you. Buy this product, you know, do this thing, you know, whatever it is. And I, I think this whole, this, like the illusion within the matrix, like a theme in the matrix is this illusion of separation, right? That we're all separate from each other, that we're all individual, um, you know, fighting you know, for our own self. And, and we all like, we're the only one that has this problem or we're the only one that feels this way, or we're the only one, you know, struggling right now or feeling isolated or alone. When in fact, that's not true at all, right? Millions of people are feeling that way, but it's not, we never, it's not, we were never brought up that way to believe that we are anything but separate. And, but we know that can't be true, right? It's like this other side of our brain is telling us, wait a minute, no, that can't be true because everything is energy and we're all tapped into this one universal source of energy, right? Whatever we call that, if it's God, spirit, the universe, whatever you want to call it, it's the same thing. It's all energy. So this illusion of separation is actually, you know, the opposite, right? Of what's really happening with us all being one energy, right? One, we're all tapped into the same energy source. And there are, there are so many disempowering forces in the matrix, right? And I think we tap into them every time we have these negative thoughts or we buy into this system. We buy into these beliefs that we, that there's something wrong with us and we need to look for answers outside of ourselves. And so when we start to question these things like the government or the election or these so-called leaders or corporate media, right? We're, we're on our way to exiting the matrix, right? Because we can see the illusion. We can see through it. It's no longer, we're not buying into it anymore, right? It's not controlling us. We've, we, the wool has been lifted or the veil has been lifted, right? We can see clearly now. And I've had experiences of this where I could see things more clearly and I always, related it to like when you go to the eye doctor and they click the little things like is number one better or number two and they click the things you know and it's like clicking your clicking into vision right clicking into that 2020 vision clicking into that that clarity that helps us to really see what's actually happening and this topic of this of just dipping out of the matrix or maybe even being aware of the matrix right because that that might be a new concept for um some of you and if it is that's fine right that's that's why i wanted to do this episode too was to talk about this and get you thinking about this or bring this you know get you to ask questions right get you to ask questions and use this as as part of your journey or your your path of discovering what's true for you and i think this this idea of the matrix or this Recogn like recognition of it is it's important because this is 
part of like being a part of it is what we are using to create our own reality, right? So once we realize we're in the matrix and what's actually going on, we can take steps to dip out of it the best we can, right? We can, we can step out of the mind control and the propaganda and begin to question things and look at different things and really decide what's true for us, right? That's been, like I mentioned on those other episodes, that's been a theme that, that to me is part of what, there's a lot of parts to it, but one of the big parts I think for this great awakening is people coming to the realization that the answers are not outside of us, right? They are within. We don't need someone else to tell us what to do. We don't need someone else to tell us what's better for us, right? We all have that power inside of us. And so I, I call this episode dipping out of the matrix because I think it's, <laughs> it's too overwhelming to try to like, oh, there's a matrix. Let me exit it, right? As we all would love to do, right? I, I just think that's probably it's too overwhelming. Sometimes it may not even be possible right away in certain situations, but I think starting small and using smaller opportunities throughout your day can help you to acclimate to this new way of looking at things and living. And so that's why I call this dipping out of the matrix. I'm going to give you some ideas or ways that you can do that in your own life uh, that aren't going to be, or hopefully won't feel that overwhelming or impossible to do. Okay, so I have, I've listed six here just for the sake of time today in the show. There's many more we could talk about for, like I said, this, this topic to me is such a rabbit hole and I, I love talking about it, but it, you know, you can really start to go down some paths and really start to question things. And I think that's a good thing, right? That's a really good thing because that's, that's part of the whole exiting the matrix is when you question things. So here's some ideas, thoughts I had on how, how to start dipping out of the matrix. So number one, I talk about this all the time, but turning off the TV, right? Getting away from that box in your living room or your bedroom or wherever it is and understanding or starting to question, is everything that comes out of this true, right? Is everything that I'm being told true? Is it really, really that there's only one, one truth, one path, one thought on any given subject, right? turning off the TV and exploring, learning, finding other sources for information, and then deciding for yourself what is true, right? Not just waiting to be told what is true, actually deciding for yourself. And, you know, things like reality TV is one of my biggest, like, like, I'm so repulsed by it. Like, it's just like, disgusting to me. Like, I, I can't understand why people get so caught up in the lives of others when they don't even focus on their own well-being, right? Or their own hobbies or interests or even their own success, right? People who, you know, I don't know, want another job or, you know, have these great ideas, but they spend their spare time staring at the TV, watching these reality TV shows that have no impact on their, like, who cares, right? It's just a distraction, right? And like, I would ask you, like, would you really call that news, right? Is what so-and-so wore yesterday or said to so-and-so, is that news? I mean, maybe it is for some people, but I think if we're going to start to get out of the matrix, we have to start looking at what we consume. And the TV is one of the easiest ways to um, get out of that. The next one is taking more, taking care of your body and drinking more water, right? Simple, simple things here. Thinking about what you consume, 
that is, you know, how, and how does it make you feel, right? Eating something that is nourishing to you versus something that's void of nutrients, right? Or even like taking pills for every ailment and expecting that will fix you, right? Instead of looking or finding the, the source, right? Finding the root cause of whatever it is. I can remember before I moved here to Nashville, I had like major digestion stomach issues. And it was, you know, I've been to the doctor several times. I couldn't figure out what it was. And when I moved to Nashville, it all suddenly went away. I wasn't on medication anymore. You know, they had tried all these different ones. I was constantly having issues. And I know as I look back, it was really easy after, of course, after I looked back, but it was easy to see that the root of that was the stress. It was the life I was living. It was the feelings that I felt. It was the the thoughts that were in my mind, right? Like that's how it manifested for me. So so being able to, you know, take care of your body, drink more water, do things like that that feel good, move your body in ways that feel good, right? These seem these seem like little things, but they're actually not. They have a huge impact. Um, making your own decisions. I talked about this. I've mentioned this several times today, but do you conform to the status quo or do you question the why behind things, right? Do you accept what you are told or do you ask questions if something doesn't feel right. That is a really good way to start understanding your own truth. Question things that don't feel good. Finding a lifestyle that you love. This is number four. So finding a lifestyle that you love. So if you're just doing a job and waiting for the weekend, if you're driving somewhere, you have a long commute in, or you're on a train or something several hours a day. If you're Working to the point it's taking your toll, it's toll on your body, your health, your relationships. Is that a lifestyle that you love? And for some it might be, right? But if it's not, starting to look at what, what would a lifestyle that you love actually be, right? Not what you think you can have, not what you think based on, you know, education or, you know, where you are in your life. Just thinking about what that might be for you, right? What, what, what would a lifestyle that you love be? And then just defining what success means to you. I think this kind of goes back with the lifestyle because I think a lot of times we do things, we buy things, we, you know, the car we drive, the house we live in, the clothes we wear, that that's what many, that's what this, the matrix, that's what the system, you know, leads us to believe defines success. But is that really your definition of success? And for some people, I think the answer is no. And if it's, if it, if that's no, okay, so what is success for you? Right. And what does that mean for your lifestyle? Right. Maybe, you know, I think we get caught up in things and we just do the things and then we're wondering, you know, we look back and it's like, why am I even doing this? You know, I think I talked about this, having this realization during this whole 2020 is like things that I, I stopped doing that was no longer doing. I was like, why was I even doing that? It was just part of this routine I got caught up in. I thought I should do. I thought I had to do, you know, whatever. I never questioned it. And that questioning is what really gets us to our own, what, what our own truth is. And I think when it comes to like lifestyle and defining what success is, which leads me to the last one, which is getting your finances in order, right? If we're spending all our time working so we can pay bills, pay for the car, the house, whatever, the credit card debt, but we don't even really know why we're doing this because we don't want any of thing, of these things, right? I mean, then that's, that's a good place to start, right? It's a good place to start looking at your life and you know, making changes that feel right to you, right? And, and looking at 
what you're doing, what, how your days are spent and deciding, do you like that? Do you need that? Or do you even want that? Right. There's, there's a lot of questions that could be asked around lifestyle, what success means to you and how that reflects in your finances. So I think those, those are, I mean, like I said, we could talk about so many things. We could really spend hours on this probably, but, um, those, initial questions can help you start to think of ways that you can dip out of this matrix. You can dip out of the system. You can start questioning things and doing things differently that work for you, right? That work for you. Okay. So if you're not doing those things, then what are you doing? (laughs) Right? Like that's the next logical question. What's next after you leave the matrix, right? What's next? And this is where you get to decide. Like this, this is to me exciting. Like I'm actually going through this right now with myself. Like, what do I really want? Right? Like, how do I want my life to look? And there's, there's a lot of ways you could do this. I I've listed another six ideas here for you that I'll run through really quick. But, you know, I think a big part of this is stepping away from the noise, right? Stepping away and, and just spending some time thinking and deciding and sorting through some ideas or thoughts and what do you really want to create, right? What do you want your reality to look like? Like what excites you? What brings peace to your soul? What sounds good to you, right? What, what, where do you want to live? Where, what do you want to do, right? Journaling can help with this. You can, um, meditation I think is also very good for this. When we set daily intentions. I, I talk about this in my course, 33 days of magic. There's, I, there's, I take you through 33 days and we set our intentions every day. And at the end of 33 days, I'm telling you, your life will be completely different if you walk through this process, because living intentionally is so powerful. It's so underestimated because it seems too easy, I think sometimes, but setting intentions and living intentionally will perform miracles in your life. And I know this because I've done it. I lived it. I, I, I live it. Um, I lived it when I moved here. Uh, it's how I moved here by doing this. So setting your intentions, um, forgiving others, right? There's, it's easy to get caught up in so many things, but I think if we're going to leave this matrix, if we're going to leave this, this system, we have to be able to forgive and, and let love lead us, right? Like assume the best, right? Let, soften to things a little, maybe, right? We're so, I was at least, I, I always, I, you know, when I say we, I'm usually talking about me. I don't know if everybody can relate when I say that, but I know for me, like I was so used to living or just living like from a impatient state of mind, right? And I've really been paying attention to that lately, like being more patient, like being more loving with my responses. Um, I think I mentioned a while back, I got a dog, it's probably been about a month ago, and the dog really teaches me patience with things, right? It's, it's something that, um, it's been a good thing in that way is, uh, you know, operating from a little different perspective. And so I think letting love lead. And then lastly, talking to your higher self. Okay. So whatever that means to you, we talked about earlier about everything is energy and maybe, you know, some people refer to it as God. Some people refer to it as, um, the universe. That's what I tend to call it. But Spending that time, and I think this is separate than meditation, right? Meditation is to clear your mind, to to like relax everything. But having that other time where you talk to your higher self, where you 
tune in to the messages that are coming through. You tune into what you want, right? And there's, um, I think that time is so important. And I think that's one way we can figure out what's next, right? And I don't really like the word figure out because it's not a problem to solve, right? It's, it's, it shouldn't feel that way, at least. It should be exciting, right? It should be like liberating, I, I think, like feeling good, right, about what's next. And so, so, so when you leave the matrix, right, if you're not doing those things that you've been doing in the matrix, what are you doing? Okay, so what I just went through, journaling, meditation, setting your intentions, right, forgiving others, letting love lead, and t- taking that time to talk to your higher self, whatever that means to you, taking that time to tune in and listen to those messages. So as I get ready to wrap up here today, just some final thoughts on this. It can be really easy to believe, I've fallen in this too right now, it can be easy to believe that this falling away of the old way of being, like this matrix is starting to shatter, it's starting to dissolve, right? And what we're seeing right now is all the dysfunction that comes with this, right? In this insane upside down world we're living in. But I think it's important to remember that what appears like a terrible ending can actually be a wonderful new beginning, right? I, I've talked about this. If you've listened to any of my earlier episodes when I moved here, like nobody talks about, it felt like to me when I was going through this, that nobody talked about that transition period that we go through when we leave something old and we transition to something new, right? Like when I moved to Nashville, I had to leave the job behind. I, well, I didn't have to. I mean, I chose to, right? These were all choices, but part of those choices to move included leaving the house behind, leaving the job, leaving things, you know, and moving into this new space where all this new stuff was, right? And it felt, often it felt terrible. I felt like I was doing something wrong. Like this must not be the right thing. But that's part of the process, right? That's part, you have to go through this like chaos almost to, because it feels like chaos to us because it's new, it's different, it's revealing things about us, it's showing us different things that maybe we didn't expect to see. But we, that, that's part of the process. And I think that's where we are now, where we are now, right? We're going through this, this falling away into this new space, this new energy, this new consciousness. And we know that we can't predict the future, right? We, we've talked about, I think I did a show on this, maybe about fortune telling, if I didn't, I should. But anyway, we did this. Er, I've talked about this this concept of, you know, we all think we can predict the future, right? And we always usually predict, predict the future as being bad. But in the reality, we can't predict the future. We can't see the big picture, right? We're in the, we're zoomed in, right? We're not at the 10,000 feet above seeing the bigger picture. And that's not, and we're not supposed to be, right? So there's nothing wrong with that. But it's easy for us to just believe that, because it feels bad now that it's going to be bad. And that's just not the case, right? We've all had things happen we thought were good that ended up bad, and we've ha- had things that we thought were bad that ended up good. And I think that's that's kind of where we are now, right? We're, we're in this space where we get to shift our perspective to be on this more balanced middle ground, right? We don't have to swing the p- pendulum so far emotionally every day and live in that state. We can come back to that centered, balanced place where it's a much better way to live, right? It's a much better emotional and uh, mental place to be. And when we do that, when we're in that more balanced, centered state, we don't usually make those quick 
decisions of yes, it's good or yes, it's bad, right? We let things play out. We, we trust the process. We believe that everything is always working out for us, right? And in that state, we allow the things that are best for us to come through and to manifest. And, and I think that, you know, as we go through the next couple months, you know, weeks, whatever it is, days, whatever it is, if, if you're um, looking at time that way, we always have two choices. We can stay in love or we can stay in fear. And we can stay in that old matrix paradigm of sadness, depression, fear, loneliness, all of that. Or we can decide to move past that, right? Move past just living in survival mode and rise above all that to follow what our soul and our heart are calling us to do, right? And dipping out of the matrix is one way we do that, right? We, in order to move into this new way where we've dipped out or maybe we're, we're swinging way out of the matrix, right? We have to stop cho- choosing to live in fear. That fear that has controlled us, that wants to control us, it's not true. We don't have to believe everything we think. All of our thoughts are not true. And the fear is is not doesn't have to be your standard operating, you know, procedure, right? You have free will. You are a sovereign being. If you didn't listen to that episode I did, I think it was last week, Claim Your Sovereignty, I highly recommend going back and listening. You are a sovereign being. You get to decide and the choice is up to you. You are not the victim of your story. You are the creator. So create it. The outside can't give you answers. It's not programmed to. We've talked about this before too, but just as a reminder, inside is where your answers come from. That's where your clarity and your insight is. And, you know, I think this, this crumbling of the matrix is showing us that the world, the material world, this, this system we've been brought up in and that we've all participated in, it doesn't get to dictate our power anymore. We're free and we can empower ourselves from within every single one of us. So this week, See where you can leave the matrix. See where you can dip out of the matrix. Align with your soul. Allow yourself to change with everything that's going on. And use your mind to focus on what you want instead of what you don't want, right? The basis of this show. Use your mind to create a reality that does not include the matrix. And in doing so, I think you help all of humanity awaken. All right, that's it for this week on our topic of dipping out of the matrix. I would love to know your thoughts. If you have any questions or comments on the show, please email me Sloan Fremont at pm.me. You can find me on parlor, Mayway, Gab, and I also have my telegram channel. Uh, don't forget if you join my telegram channel, I have a new, uh, PDF for you that's pinned at the top. It's free. It's called, uh, your personal awakening map. And this will help you talk through or walk through, I guess, uh, some, the concepts that we talked about today, like to design that life that you want, right? What do you want your life to look like? Um, I have a free PDF there for you that will help with that. Um, oh, and I also mentioned my course, 33daysofmagic.com. That's where you can pick that up. Um, that is where you're going to learn how to set your daily intentions. You're going to learn how to decide what you want and live intentionally. And I can promise you that is going to create magic in your life. All right. So that's it for this week. Um, lastly, my website is sloanfremont.com. You can reach out to me if you have any questions. Thank you for listening this week. And remember, question everything, trust yourself and find your truth. Mm-hmm.